You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another fantastic interview that is going to inspire you to take more ownership of your career and of your life and prepare for the future. And today I'm sharing an interview I did a little while back with my friend Gemma Stowe. Uh, Gemma is a coach and a consultant and a speaker over in the UK. She is the host of the No More Hiding podcast, on which I have been a guest in the past. And Gemma speaks specifically her niche that she works in is with female introvert leaders to help them come out of their shell, stop hiding, and uh, start to invest more in uh, spreading the word about the good work that they do. Because what Gemma has found and what she talks about, and what I talk about in my book as well, is that there is a lot of importance in building a personal brand. If we lived in a perfect world, uh, you would be rewarded for the work that you do alone. Uh, But the fact is, we've got to let people know about the work. We've got to talk to people. We've got to build that network, and we've got to build that personal brand. Uh, Gemma shares some great stats and some great information and advice in this interview that is really useful for everyone. I mentioned that she speaks most commonly to female introvert leaders, uh, but if you do not fit that category, don't worry. This advice will be useful for you as well. And if you've read my book, you may remember that I quoted Gemma in my book talking about uh, the need to um, spread the word about what you do. Uh, And if you haven't read the book yet, it's called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It's available on Amazon. It's also also available on my website where you can buy signed copies, you can do bulk orders, and you can get free resources as well as join our free Facebook group. Just go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. All the information is there. And now without further ado, here is my interview with Gemma Stowe. All right, everybody. I am live with the fabulous Gemma Stowe, career and self-promotion expert. Uh, One of the things she talks about a lot on LinkedIn is no more hiding, uh, especially speaking to female introvert leaders uh, who often are either hiding or feel like they're getting left behind or not really building the brand or image they need to grow their career. Uh, And uh, so I'm excited to have her on today. Gemma, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Andy. I'm so excited to be here. It's great. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on as well. Um, you know, we've got to know each other pretty well through through a group that we're in together, and got to hang out in person a couple times when I've been at events over in the UK. And uh, I love following you on LinkedIn. You've got so much great content out there, um, really bold stuff. Um, like I said, especially helping introvert women step up, stand out. Um, a message that that is really needed, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, and I want to talk today about the importance of self-promotion and building a brand to help you in your career, because so many people think, uh, you know, if I just do a good job, then that'll be enough. And it's really not. Uh, but let's start just real quick. Um, you know, who are you? What do you do? And then uh, we'll get into some more of the career stuff. Well, that's me. I work with female introvert leaders, helping them to step out the shadows into their own spotlight, doing it in their own way. And I'm really passionate about equality um, gender pay gap, all that kind of good stuff that I want to really impact and, and make a difference with and get other people to do that too. So I absolutely love what the work that I do. I'm really grateful to do it. It's great. 
And how did you get into this? Why this line of work? Well, the introversion side, because I am a proud introvert. Um, and I guess it's from my previous business. I realized with hindsight that I was hiding a lot. And I was the director of the company. I had a lot of staff. We worked with young people who were on the verge of being excluded from school. And it was like a big alternative education center. But what I realized looking back is that I was hiding behind a brand. And I almost convinced myself that I should be behind the scenes. And that's where I do my best work. When actually, what I was doing was getting all the staff to go out and do the things that I found a little bit uncomfortable or really wasn't me, which was the things that were fundamental, you know, like networking, selling, promoting, all that good stuff. I was avoiding it. I was hiding from it. And looking back, and now the business I've built today, it just goes to show that visibility is so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I believe it. We've talked about this many times, whether you're yeah. an extrovert or an introvert, man or woman, it is really important. And you're helping the people that are struggling with it the most. I'm curious, you said earlier you were hiding behind the brand, and I assume you weren't talking about your own personal brand, but the company brand. And I think this is what a lot of people do. They get into a career and they just start to really identify with the company. If people ask them who they are, what they do, they just start talking about their company, right? And they just completely align with a brand and don't even think about trying to stand out as a person. Yeah, totally. And it's so easy to do. And actually, it's, it's almost like the easy option to take when you need to start focusing on what you bring to the table, what values, what strengths are coming through. Um, especially when you go networking and you're introducing yourself and, you know, it's sometimes people like, I'm so-and-so from this company. And you could just start talking about yourself more, you know, stories, bringing all that really interesting things that people want to know about you. They want to know more about you as well as the company, but more about you. Yeah. People care and want to connect with people, not companies, right? I mean, companies are important, of course, um, but we are people. Uh, so for anybody uh, tuning in, by the way, joining us live, please drop a comment in the chat. Let us know where you're joining from. And uh, please ask any questions you have for me or especially for Gemma about this topic. It's so important. Um, I want to get into the why on this. Um, you have told me before you have research around performance not being as important as visibility. And it, it makes sense to me, but for a lot of people, wow, performance yeah. not as important as visibility. I thought I just need to do a good job and yeah. I'll be rewarded. What's up? Well, I was doing a workshop recently, actually, and the, and the women in the room were really surprised that there was this guy called Coleman who found that performance only accounted for 10% of overall success when it came to career progression. And the rest of it is around what he termed as image and uh, exposure. But for me, that both of those really are about visibility and reputation and what you stand for and how you showcase what you're really good at. And it's quite surprising that that's such a massive chunk of what you should be doing. Whereas a lot of people are like, get my head down, I'll do really good work, I'll get the results and I'll get noticed. And they make that assumption, which is not always the best one. I had a client who you know, for 11 years, she gave 11 years to her company and worked her socks off. And all she wanted to do was make partner. Yet she got overlooked time and time again. And it wasn't because they didn't want her. It was because they didn't know that that's what she wanted. She never talked about it. She just, you know, they saw right. us just getting on with it, you know, getting on with the job. Yeah. Unless they hear from you, they just assume everything's fine. You're happy in what you're doing and we'll just keep going. And, you know, She's underpaid, but that means more profit for us. She seems to be fine with it. So, you know, let's just keep going. Um, 
I got to think as you, you're giving talks, you have a podcast, you're talking about this with a lot of people. There's got to be a lot of people, especially when you're thinking about introverted women. And I just, I'm obviously quite the opposite. I'm an extroverted man. So I don't, I'm not in the mindset of that, but I've, I've read the studies and familiar with the work that, you know, Cheryl Sandberg's done on lean in and some yeah. other stuff like that. There's got to be a lot of people that hear this from you and, and are not only surprised, but are almost angry, right? They're like, but I've been doing all this work and you're telling me that the work doesn't even matter. It's more about the self-promotion. I don't want to do that. H how do you help people get past that? Totally. And the work does matter. I mean, let's be clear, it does. You've got to be able to do a great job and do the visibility piece. That's the, the most important part. But, you know, for one woman I was chatting to, she, she works really hard. She knows she's got a high level of performance. But I guess the worry there is that you become almost irreplaceable. You know, companies don't want to take people out of roles where they're doing the best work because they've got to then have the headache of finding someone else to do that work too. So it's it's trying to get the balance right. And it's not easy, but it's it's looking at it as a twofold thing. Doing a really good job, performance is important, but definitely having that visibility and that confidence to own it, to own that you're doing a good job and tell people about it. So how do you help people step up and stand out? Because this is obviously a big pivot for a lot of people that are not used to uh, doing that, kind of beating their chest or whatever you might want to say, just really promoting themselves. Um, how do how do people need to make that shift? I think, I mean, for me, I do I do have like this five-step uh, more than performance framework that I use. I do it with my one-to-one -one clients when I'm working with companies. But overall, it's around finding out what works for you, because I think a lot of the time, especially for more introverts, for more of my clients, they see other people doing it. They see other people talking about themselves, bigging themselves up. Um, I almost refer it to like peacocks, <laughs> male peacocks that kind of go, yay, I'm here, you know, jazz hands. And, and introverts are like, I don't, yeah, a little bit like that, Andy. Um, and the introverts, you know, you don't want to do that. We don't always want it to be the center of attention. So it's for me, it's about finding a way that works for you that feels good because it will be there and you may be just missing it. And I think that's what I, I love to do is explore that with people, look at their values, what's really important to them and how they can start showcasing their work in a way that feels good. Yeah, so important. And I, I, I appreciate that you went back to say the work is important, right? A lot of yeah. people are not necessarily going to get promoted just because of who they are. They do have to do great work. But a lot of times the self-promotion, the, the perception, the image, the brand uh, can can outweigh that. And I think the network does as well, which I know is something we'll get into. Before we do that, um, there was another note I made in here. You talk about doing things on purpose. What is yeah. that? That's about, so for example, you know, um, wanting to network, build those key stakeholder relationships, I guess, internally in your company. It's about thinking how you can do that on purpose. So having a plan behind it which I think now is more important than ever, you know, with remote working, not being able to bump into somebody at the, the water cooler or, you know, in the corridor or whatever, um, not being able to pop into someone's office and say, hi, we, we're living in a bit of a different world now. We're going to have to adapt to that. And some people are going to find strength in that and some people aren't. Um, so I guess doing it on purpose is thinking about who you want to connect with and why um, and why it's so important to you. What, what's the... What's the link to where you want to go and where you want to be in your career? You know, uh, you brought up a great point there because we're recording this. It's it's March 25th. We're in the middle of the coronavirus craziness. You know, things are on lockdown all over the world. Everybody's working remotely in the corporate world. And it's, it's hard enough to 
figure out how to, to promote yourself and build the network internally for a lot of people. Now we're all working remotely, managing a lot of different things. Um, so when you're coaching women on this now, what kind of strategies do you do you advise they employ to continue to build their brand and promote themselves when they're not in the office anymore? Well, it's interesting because a lot of the strategies actually are the things that we work on anyway when, we're, when I'm working with introverts. So things like, you know, leading and setting up um, support groups or networking groups within your company. I had a client that did that for for people to get together and share ideas. And because she was the lead on it, she got noticed for that, for being proactive. I think other strategies could be, you know, things that you might never have considered, um, which could be like writing articles, getting in business magazines, you know, even going on podcasts and really pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I think there's lots of different things you can do whilst working from home to really raise your visibility and own that own that expertise that you've got. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and, and you can continue to build the network, which raises your visibility as well by connecting with people, sending emails, making phone calls, getting on video chats, right, with the executives that you want to network with and, and let them know what you're working on. Because I think one of the big um, challenges that's going to happen over the next couple of months for everybody, it doesn't matter whether woman, man, you know, extrovert, introvert, between leaders and their people, is that uh, there's going to be a little bit of that out of touch, out of mind yeah. kind of mindset, right? And so I haven't heard from Gemma in a while. She must be fine. You know, the work is doing okay. I don't really know that much about what she's working on, but I got my own thing to focus on. And then people kind of lose touch and then promotion time comes around. And it's like, oh, I didn't even know. I forgot what you were doing. I didn't know you were working on these big projects, right? Exactly. And I think it's really important to stand out. You've got to stand out from everybody else because what's going to happen is you're going to get on with your work. We're all going to come through this, you know, this massive crisis at the moment, get to the other side. And other people are going to get the promotion over you because you were just getting on with your work. And it's like we said at the beginning, you know, not being noticed, not raising your profile. So it's really important more, you know, than ever to do that, I think. And there are ways of doing it because you could it could easily fall into the trap of just hiding. I mean, we're isolating anyway, but actually in the sense of now I don't have to even do that. But it's about building momentum. It's about keeping that going. Um, so people know, they know who you are and you, you get the edge then when we all go back into, you know, what was normal before. <laughs> totally. Uh, and you know, you're, you're more relevant, you're more topical, top of mind. Um, it, it's so important. Now, um, part of the, the, the purpose of this series is to talk about career development. And, you know, we're talking about building the brand and of course, promoting yourself, um, we've got to have a strategy. And of course, anybody listening, watching live, please um, jump in the chat there and drop any questions you have. Uh, we'd love to address those. But Gemma, in general, um, having a plan, having a strategy is, is obviously important for career presentation, pro career progression. Um, what kind of things do you talk about with your clients to help them make sure they have a, a great strategy for their career? Well, it's definitely starting with what you really want. And I think a lot of the time you think you do know that, but not always. Um, so getting really clear on that and then being able to plan it from there, get the strategy of who you need to speak to. Why do you need to speak to them? Why do they need to know about you? What do you stand for? You know, I think it's a really good one to ask yourself. What do you want people to say about you when you're not there? Um, because, you know, that's that's key when some of the senior leaders, the directors, board members are talking about people that you want to be in their mind. You want to stand out. So how can you get that across? I think a really good way is telling stories, you know, and we do often shy away from 
celebrating the whole journey of maybe projects or work that we've been involved in because we have this tendency to kind of have blood sweat and tears behind the scenes get to the end and go ta-da you know this is what I've achieved and then nobody sees the real you they don't see what you've been through the ups and downs and how you've handled it really well and I think stories are a great way of being able to showcase that and this all plays into the strategy really and I think networking is huge and I know we've talked about this so much as an opposite that we do it in different ways but we Mm -hmm. know know the power of it the power of connecting with people uh, is crucial I think to having a self-promotion strategy yeah well I mean I talk about networking all the time it's it's so critical you know every opportunity I've gotten in my career and my life has not really been because of um how good I was at something you know going back to that it was because of the network because of the relationships I have and you look at this this uh live show series I just decided to start almost everybody coming on is someone that I've been connected to uh you know this there wasn't any application process I knew you and I knew you'd be a great guest and said hey do you want to come on you're like yeah let's do it and that was it very easy because everything in life and business is all about who you know yeah totally and it's and you know when you find that hard or you think you find it hard you tell yourself you find it hard networking it's it's tough you know I know a lot of people who don't want to do it they feel embarrassed or worried about what they're going to say they don't know how to introduce themselves or make it work but I think they're putting too much pressure on themselves it's it's really what I often do is say forget the word networking and replace it with connecting and it feels better instantly yeah and you're the king of that right you're the king of connection you're so good at it Andy (laughs) (laughs) I just sit here with this microphone and I use I used to also get on planes and go out to meet people, but I'm not allowed to do that anymore. So, you know, but speaking of that, we are working remotely now, right? And I know that you are someone who is uh, generally beating the drum. You talk about no more hiding, helping female introverts, uh, leaders go out to networking events and things at their company and, and meet people because it is so important to make those connections. But we can't do that right now anymore. We're not allowed to travel. For many of us, not even allowed to leave our houses so yeah. how do we continue to build that network when we are uh, stuck at home? You've got to embrace the online space. You've got to embrace that. I mean, everything can be done virtually, near enough. Um, events, networking, connecting with people. And, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now, working from home. I absolutely love it. It's actually quite tough now having the family in the house, taking up my special introvert space. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really hard. I need some time out um but yeah it's it's so I've been doing this for a while and I think at the end of the day it's about showing up and showing up on purpose and talking to people and engaging with people and being interested I think that's really important right now being interested that's such an important point um I've talked about this many times speaking of kids I've got one here now hey buddy what's up oh thank you okay thank you so much uh, I got some. I got some cookies made out of Play-Doh. Amazing. Uh, you know, I don't know if I can eat that, but um, <laughs> but speaking of connecting, and I I forget the what you said now, but getting to know people, being interested is what you yeah. said. Yeah. Um, I've talked about this many times, and I wrote about it in my book, and I've talked about it on a podcast um, because so many people get tripped up with this, and um, I realized I took it for granted for a long time as you know an extrovert who likes to go out and connect. But why is it that I'm able to build? a big network and build so many relationships. And it's because when I go out and talk to people, I show interest in them, right? Yeah. If you go back to uh, the classic book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, 
uh, he says that everybody's favorite subject is themselves, right? People want to talk about themselves. So for introverts, um, like you said, a lot of people feel pressure, but you don't have to come in and talk about yourself. Just show interest in other people and let them talk about themselves and they'll like you. And I think that's why introverts make some of the best networkers oh. because we listen and we're so interested in other people. Although I'm saying that they have to be interesting people. You, do. Yeah. you know, that small talk and awkward mingling is just a bit, nah, it's not for us. But um, but definitely, definitely like being interested, you know, interesting people and having, you know, interesting conversations. It's yeah. amazing. There's nothing better than that, is there? Yeah, it's so funny. I was also thinking when you were talking about the challenge of working from home now, that you know, I am an extrovert. I like being around people, but of course, I also have now two kids at home that weren't home, home before, and uh, I realized, like, man, it's louder here. I I used to make a smoothie in the middle of the day and just have it all to myself. Now I got to share it. Like you know, sometimes I just want a little time to myself too. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, just but it's, your introversion. You have yeah. all these are the, these are the challenges that we that we live with today. Uh, yeah. But showing interest in others. And um, we do talk about the importance of showing interest, asking questions, being curious, um, but you do have to be able to make conversation, right? It's a two-way street. So for the introverts that are like, ah, I really don't like doing that, what kind of tips do you give on how to make that conversation and build and, and build those relationships? Well, I think for me, um, I always say it, talk about how once you've got that confidence, you can go into a, you know networking and kind of just take a step back and almost like scan the room you know people talk about work in the room and I don't still like that it doesn't resonate with me but actually just taking a bit of time take listening to the people I mean it's going to be so different from the in-person events to online but in some ways it'll be similar and I think that you can still do this you can like see what the people are saying maybe you know coming up with something that feels good to introduce yourself it doesn't have to be really scripted just find something natural and if you really need to practice it you know practice saying it just so mm -hmm. it naturally um and some of the tips you know if you wanted to interrupt people i think that's one of the hardest things or so hard so hard when other people are in groups and you want to go over it's almost just hovering over and saying hi do you mind if, I'm, if i join you no one's gonna right. go no get um, away yeah I think the right. hardest bit actually, Andy, is when you're talking to someone and you really want to go talk to someone else. Right. And, get away. And, that's the tough one. Yeah, that's really tough. But oh, it's going to be interesting um, seeing how, you know, networking is happening more and more online now with the, the situation yep. we're in. It's going to be really fascinating to see. And I'm, I'm hoping introverts don't feel like they're going to get left behind in that and that they do actually manage to use it to their advantage because they really could. I don't think they, you know, there's no reason to get left behind because now, yeah. first of all, all, the tools are there. Second of all, now you can be more strategic. Um, there is something awkward about walking into a room, you yeah. know, at a networking event or whatever. Maybe it's awkward for me too, even as an extrovert. I, I would say I was a shy extrovert for many years. Yeah. And then I had to teach myself to get over that and, and walk up to people and start a conversation. Now in the online world, you can be a lot more intentional. You can send an email to the person that you want to connect with at work and say, hey, can we have a chat this week? Let's get on Zoom and just have a one-on-one -on -one or invite two people and just have a small group chat. And you can organize many of those and keep it to you know small groups, one-on-one, -on -one, your style, uh, and, and, and just kind of focus in on one person at a time. And I think it's a lot easier. Definitely. And I think hosting these things makes it even more easier. If you become the host, then you've got a role straight away. And it's much easier to kind of then talk to people and bring people in and facilitate that discussion. Mm-hmm. That works really well. I really enjoy doing that. 
Absolutely. I agree. And uh, we can do more stuff like this. You can chat with people on video and go live on LinkedIn if you happen to have the capabilities, right? Yeah. And uh, and share that conversation with others. Uh, but there's just so many tools, email, text, you know, Zoom. I love uh, you and I are in a mastermind group together and we were on Zoom together almost all day today, um, you know, networking, connecting, helping each other. And now we're here. Um, but I actually wanted to go back to that because you said something about um, you need to be clear and know where you want to go, what you want to do with your career or your business. A lot of people don't. And not only do people need to give thought to it, but it's important to have conversations with others because I got a, an idea today that opened up a whole new direction for me that I didn't even think of myself yeah. until you and some others in our group said, hey, I really think you should be doing this. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. And now that's the direction I'm going in. So it's so important to have those conversations with friends, colleagues, coaches, trusted yeah. advisors, right? Definitely. And someone just reflecting things back to you is so powerful and it gives you so much clarity and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even see that. And we feel like we should be able to see it because it's us and we're stuck in this this way of working. But actually, it doesn't. It's so powerful. Someone just reflect that back and say, look, what about this? Have you thought about this? Could you try it out? And it just it's amazing. And I think everybody should have, have that, should have that kind of support, whether it's mentors at work, you know, colleagues even set one up yourself where people can talk about it because I think it'll give you so many ideas that yep. you can take forward and, and really know where you want to go, especially if you're ambitious. I think if you're ambitious and you you want that career progression, you can see yourself making more of an impact, having more of a presence in companies. Yep. Definitely, this is the way, way to go. Get clear on it and then come up with a plan of how you're going to do it. Yep. And if you want to take things to the next level, you know, beyond um, finding peers, colleagues, um, it's great to have a mentor at work, um, have those conversations with your manager about you know where I want to go, where you want to go with your career, open up. Uh, like you said earlier, they're not going to be able to help you move to the next level unless you're willing to speak up about it. And uh, if you really want to accelerate, you know, look into maybe hiring a coach or joining a mastermind group, something like that. I know you and I have hired coaches and it's helped us so much. And I know you do coaching as well. So yeah. you know, talk about how beneficial that can be. It's so beneficial. I mean, it's just that it's having that accountability. It's having someone outside of your immediate circle, and especially someone outside of the company that you work in. So there's no bias there. It's just someone who you can, you know, be really open with. I think vulnerability is so important and being able to feel safe to, you know, talk about your fears, talk about your worries, what's getting in the way of you moving forward. And then you can actually push that to one side and do it. And that's what I love with the coaching and seeing women go from saying, well, I think I want a promotion to actually nailing it and get, getting that promotion from increasing their own visibility and, and people knowing what they're about. It's amazing. I love, I love that process. Ah, so cool. Um, you know, you coach women on this and with their careers and really with, you know, stepping out, standing out, self-promotion. Um, what else has been coming up lately that we didn't touch on that you think is really important for people to be thinking about in terms of their own career development and self-promotion? I think it's just thinking of different ways that you could, you know, really put yourself out there. I think it's it's really important to know your strengths. And a lot of the time we we think we know, but we don't even spend enough time on it. And we somehow forget everything that we've done before and what's led us to being where we are right now. We sometimes forget about that, that experience, the skills, the, you know, the different things we've been through, the ups and downs. And all that has given you so much that you can then use going forward. But we sometimes forget about that. And I think that's really important to do some work on that. And it's not easy to do it on your own, but it's possible. It really is. So maybe find someone who you can start that process with. 
I think that's crucial, really. You? When you say find someone to help that start start that process with, you mean like a coach or an accountability partner, a friend, something like that? Yeah, whatever, whatever's you know accessible for you right now. I mean, coaches are great. I think coaching is has changed my life, and I know it changes other people's lives. Yep. It helps you step up. It keeps you on track. Keeps you focused. It makes you do things you never thought you were going to do because you do. You push yourself out of your comfort zone and, yep. and you reap those rewards and you want a little bit more and it keeps you going. And I love that about coaching. It's so, so important. Um, but whatever you've got, you know, there might be people around you that you can keep accountability with each other. Um, but it's about taking steps forward, not just talking about it, but actually doing it, you know, taking action. And that's what coaching really helps with. Absolutely love it. Uh, you and I... Uh, have both been working from home for years, uh, but there are millions of people right now who have been thrust into this world of working remotely for the first time. Uh, any other tips you would add on how to be uh, effective and productive while working from home? Tools, tips, whatever it may be. I think for me, it's about getting your priorities every day, figuring out what's the most important things you need to do. Um, and that won't include housework, washing, doing the parts or whatever, because I think that's a real distraction. When you're at home, you just want to get stuck into the things that you would normally do when you're at home. It's very tempting to watch Netflix, you know, uh, but it's about being really, you're going to have to have boundaries. You're going to be really strict with yourself. And that's not easy. It's not an easy thing to get into, but you can find it. You can find those ways of being able to focus. I think a really good one is like chunks of time as well, like you would at work probably in the office and the company. Um, yep. And get up and go for a walk around the house or whatever it is, just to kind of keep you energized and focused on what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, thinking about a schedule, planning ahead for what you want to get done in the day, trying to schedule things out, um, avoiding distractions, so important. Um, getting up and taking a walk and, and just stretching out a little bit, also really important. Don't get bogged down, stuck in the office all day. Um, plenty of distractions going on. And don't forget, like we talked about earlier, to connect with your colleagues, your clients, whoever it may be on a regular basis. You can do it on email, phone, text, get on video chats uh, and have conversations with people. Don't get uh, locked away hiding right in your house, uh, especially yeah. if you're an introvert. You may think like, oh, finally, I've got some and maybe you don't have kids or dogs to bother you at home. I don't know. But finally, I've got some space right away from colleagues. Um, but there's a big risk in that. So make sure you're continuing the conversation and, and communicating with people. Exactly. I mean, the risk is huge for them because the problem is going to be for companies to get their more introverted staff back to work because they're going to enjoy this remote working. There's going to be people that really enjoy it. There's going to be people that don't. So I guess it's looking out for each other. I think that's really important. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we've been looking out for each other and I, uh, I looking out for other people here. And so it's been so cool having you on here, Gemma. The time went fast. Um, but I appreciate you. I assume anybody who wants to connect with you, follow you, uh, can I tag you in this LinkedIn post yeah, uh, so they can connect with you and just message you right on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, definitely. I love to connect with people. So please do. That'd be great. If you are a woman or a man uh, and you're on LinkedIn on a regular basis, make sure you click on and connect with or follow Gemma on LinkedIn. She's got a daily post of inspiration um, helping people think about how to stand out and promote themselves more. I love following you and all your posts. Um, and so I hope other people will do the same thing. And of course, if you're not following me, would love for you to connect and, and follow me as well. Uh, this has been a, a great conversation, Jenna. I've, I've, Gemma, I've enjoyed it so much and uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. All right, take care.